0: Welcome to Ascended Masters at Work Radio with your host, Shirlene Reeves, the world's business success coach and author of Selling Through Your Heart, empowering you to build relationships for financial freedom, live on BBS Radio, Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific Time, where we focus on taking the right step-by-step actions towards generating a consistent business income. Listen in as Shirlene empowers small business owners with one-on-one coaching and her million-dollar business blueprint. On Ascended Masters at Work Radio, you'll discover the secrets to building an effective, income-generating business. Find the answers for selling your programs and products without rejection. Get the solutions for building a strong financial foundation, and learn from one-on-one coaching with Shirlene Reeves and her guests how to develop integrated programs so compelling that your clients can't resist saying yes. If you wish to be coached now, get in the queue by dialing 888-627-6008. Each business owner is selected on a first-come, first-served basis. Now, let's welcome your host, business success coach and certified financial educator, Shirlene Reeves.
1: And good evening, everyone. I'm so glad you are with us tonight and that you take the time to tune in. And tonight's going to be all about a new switch on energy. You can't imagine what I'm about to share with you. And you know, it's been An interesting time for me because I'm with my father lately and he's very, very low on energy because he's in the process of passing over. So the energy in the room is very heavy, heavy, heavy. Have you ever felt heavy energy before? Uh, Do you know that energy can affect almost everything that you do? Uh, it's been really interesting to try and look at what is going on around this experience for me because it's definitely unique we don't often spend time with someone who is in the process of dying and when the energy is that heavy sometimes it's even difficult to breathe but tonight we're going to talk about what it means to utilize energy to increase our money flow. And so many entrepreneurs have had challenges with money flow. They really want to be able to stand on their own, take vacations and go where they want to go, but they're caught in the struggle of a lot of negativity, actually. And unfortunately, that negativity sits in their office. And some people have offices with beds in them. Is that you? Could you identify with that? Or maybe they just don't know how to design their office so that money can flow through it with the use of energy. And tonight, we're going to talk all about how to work with our offices in order to make the money flow. And this guest tonight is a very very good friend and in fact she came all the way to my home to help me figure out what to do with my office because it just didn't feel right and no matter what I did didn't feel right either so it made it very difficult and I kept saying to her I don't know what to do differently I can't figure it out and it just doesn't feel right to me So she came to my home, and I resisted. Believe me, I resisted because I do video, so I had to make sure that I had the right lighting. I also work in my office all the time, so I had to make sure that I could see whatever I needed to see. And also, I have the Sea of Cortez outside my door, and I really loved looking at it. So I want to introduce this person to you, and she has a long history. She's been a nurse. She's the medicine woman, and I just love what it is she does, and that's why I thought I would bring her to you, and she just has a myriad of techniques and solutions in her medicine bag and I'll let her describe to you what she had to do with my office in order to make it compatible with my business. Let me introduce to you Dot Claire.
2: Hi Dot, how are you tonight? Oh Charlene, thank you so much for introducing me. I'm doing great and I'm just thrilled to be on the show with you today.
1: Well, I'm glad you're with me so that you can talk to others about why it's important to clear the energy in their office or clear clutter and let the energy flow so that it makes a difference in their income. So tell us about the principle behind this.
2: Well, the environment holds holds all thoughts. It holds all experiences. And I call it maybe each home and each office has a story. Mm. And the story is more truthful than our mind. Mm -hmm. So when I see people's offices, I really help them to see what the story is and then allow them to create the story that they want by shifting their their office space.
1: Now, what do you do about the negative energy in the office i mean is that part of the story
2: well that's part of the solution oh (laughs) Uh, okay because uh because it holds you know experiences such as death you were talking about your father well when somebody is dying in a home the energy in that place as you've mentioned is very low Mm -hmm. and we're wanting to raise the vibration and shift it and some of that shifting would also help in his transition. Mm. But, it, but it also makes a difference once a person dies, especially if they die in their own home, that the energy is shifted. Otherwise, the heaviness continues. So in the case of business, since I work with many entrepreneurs, we're also looking at shifting the energy because our thoughts linger and our beliefs linger. And what we, what we first see as a way to arrange our space um, uh, needs expansion. So if we see a story, like I, I've had clients who who um, have been, their desk is in hiding, so to speak, in their office. And you mentioned some people don't even have offices, but they claim they have a business. Well, what does that say about their business if they're doing all their work on their bed?
1: Oh, that's a really good point. Or sometimes they just sit on a couch with their computer on their lap. And then I have another friend who happens to be a travel agent and she just doesn't get out of bed until noon and half of her bed is her office and the other half she sleeps in it.
2: Well, that for sure affects in some way her sleeping as Mm -hmm. well as her ability to focus on her business. Mm. Mixed messages by doing your, your, your work in your bed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> because, our, you know, our bed is a place for our body to rejuvenate. And if we're always thinking about ways to make money, we're worrying. And that's focusing on lack.
1: Mm. That's, that's a really good point. And I know that there's a lot of negativity in the bed, right?
2: Right. I, I in fact, I clear my bed Probably monthly because, you know, I have dreams and I have worries at times and I want to shift those worries into something positive. So it's not that it's bad energy. It's mostly it doesn't serve me anymore, you know, mm-hmm. and it's not lifting me up. And so I'm wanting my space and my environment, whether it's an office or a bedroom, to always be operating out of its highest vibration.
3: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: So when we have an office, why don't you use my office, because you know what a difficulty I was having before you came to my home. You know, go ahead and share with our listeners what that was about.
2: Well, one of the things that I noticed first is is that um, Charlene's desk was facing the window, and out of her window is the Sea of Cortez. Mm -hmm. And that made it very difficult for her ever to want to stay and work in her office because everything about her energetically wanted to be out there with the water. (laughs) that's very true (laughs) so it was like oh I just don't feel like working today you know Uh and part of it is we're yearning so so you know I really suggested to you that we we turn the desk another way where you could still see the water but energetically you weren't being drawn outdoors Uh so we could still see the water and we switched it around And I know that you're still getting used to it. And part of that is, is that most of us don't like change.
1: Oh, that's a really good point.
2: So how do you work with your clients? I mean, I know I
1: personally had a, a great deal of resistance to this change because I loved looking out at the sea. I mean, it's so beautiful. It was hard for me to make that switch.
2: Well, um, I kind of made a suggestion in the beginning and let her let you sit with it for a few days. And finally, you know, <laughs> I came back to you and said, you know, the only way I think this is going to work is if we do this and let's give it a try and see how you feel. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so you became a little bit more open to shifting it around. And I wanted you to be positioned in the power spot, in the command position behind your desk. And by shifting it the way we did, you are more in charge because you are, are able to see the door, the door of your office, as well mm-hmm. as the door that goes out into, the, um, into nature. Now, another
1: complication that you had with me is that I have three doors in, or four doors in that room. And I bet you other people do, too. And they probably have big glass mirror doors in their room. Talk to us about
2: that. Well, by having multiple doors, it does, if we're looking at our space in terms of telling a story, it does create some confusion. The confusion is, well, which, which you know, so many of us entrepreneurs have many ideas. And many, uh, you know, we're constantly coming up with new creative thoughts and it then it becomes hard to focus and so that's when the flow of energy is coming through many doors because basically the doorway is the entrance of energy into your space Mm -hmm. and And what if the
1: doors are closed does that make a
2: difference that does help to close the doors and it Uh does help to designate one doorway as the entrance into the room Mm -hmm. And And then then
1: what do you do about a big glass door then?
2: Well, your glass door, (laughs) um, uh, we haven't done a lot about that glass door, but you're not at least your eye and your vision isn't always being drawn outside. Mm
1: -hmm. We've
2: shifted it. So what you do about the door, the, the, the speeding energy, which would be, you know, the energy comes in and it goes out a door, uh, you slow it down with maybe placing artwork a certain way, so that people have to linger as they walk into the room.
3: Mm-hmm. So
2: they're they're not immediately darting out. So the artwork on the walls will make a difference in terms of holding their interest in the space. Interesting. Okay.
1: okay. <clears throat> so you work with many many entrepreneurs. What do you find is their biggest
2: challenge? Overall, what would you say is the average biggest challenge? Well, after interviewing hundreds of of entrepreneurs, uh, what I was surprised, I thought maybe health would be the biggest stressor, but it ended up being not having enough money. And, uh, you know, that they they never seemed, they they were always worrying, which they carry into their bed. They were worrying about having enough money to pay their bills at the end of the month. Mm -hmm. Or or there was never enough left over so that they could actually enjoy life and travel. So they were living with a financial shortage. And that sometimes causes sleepless nights of worry and fear.
1: Mm -hmm. Back to the bed again, right?
2: Yeah, right. All well, <laughs> right. And so, you know, I kind of work with, with the entrepreneurs room by room. So uh-huh. the first room that we look at is, you know, the office. The next room I'd be looking at is the bedroom. Mm. So what do you, you know, I've
1: seen some of the pictures that you work with. And sometimes people have very small rooms. Sometimes people use a closet. There's the most amazing I mean, they're pretty ingenious in what they try to figure out. And like you said, it has a story. But I think the most interesting one is that they think of their business as being small or um, maybe their their business is not stable or it's not permanent feeling. So talk to us about that.
2: Right. You know, what, what I noticed is, well, some don't even have a desk, but some have a desk, but their desk is really small. So to me, the story that I would see there is, is that they have a small vision and that their business is going to be a small business. So until their vision shifts and they, they take more space, you know, in terms of their working space, and that they have a very supportive chair that supports them in their business, um many then treat their business as a hobby and they don't even realize it so by working with me they discover oh i never even thought i it was just like a hobby so how how do i take ownership in the fact that i have a business and i'm there to bring i mean i'm i'm helping others to enhance their their, um, whether it's a life coach or whatever it is that they do to help with their, with their health or, or even to um, uh, help with attracting more money.
1: You know, and I talk to them about a hobby also because um, a lot of entrepreneurs are in the hobby zone and you don't want to be in the hobby zone because then the IRS will come along after a few years and tell you that you really don't have a business and it'll be... Um, reconstructed as a hobby, so you know how how do you get them to think differently, Dot, and um, make that shift from hobby to a real business mentally, and then project it onto their office.
2: Well, I have a have a client that um, uh, her office was shared with her uh, living room and dining area and she was hidden in a corner and we, we cleared up, you know, some of the clutter. That's another issue that can be a challenge, but we cleared up the clutter and we shifted the way the desk was positioned Mm -hmm. and it opened up her vision and her view of herself. But then it took another process before she was actually able to place her desk in a more commanding position mm. but it was a process of growing into the idea so first you have to become aware that your business is only a hobby
4: mm-hmm. that's how
2: you're treating your business and once you become aware of that then you've got a choice and you begin to take some steps of building your personal confidence which is something certainly by working with you you know many of us have learned to build our confidence Confidence in ourself and in our confidence in the fact that we are that we are of value to the world.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: We make a difference, right? And and that's really
1: huge because being a value to others. A lot of us don't even realize how much value we have to offer our clients because we don't know how to talk about it. And then our clients can't find us. But that first step is grounding in that office so that you feel secure enough to make those steps and talk to other people, right?
2: Right. And you just said the perfect words a second ago about um, people can find us. If we're hiding in our space, if our office and our desk, if we even have a desk, is hidden, you know, it's like, well, how energetically, is someone going to find me?
1: Mm-hmm. hmm So uh, I, I want to talk to you about clutter also because, uh, you know, even my own students, I, I, I love that you're in the community because I can always refer them to you. But I see them, you know, with stuff everywhere, everywhere. And they've got papers and binders from all the Uh, events they've attended and business cards all over their desk you know how do you go about getting that started and getting them to move in the right direction so that there's not so much clutter in their office
2: well you know i see because i'm i deal with with change um i i i I speak about our stuff in a different way because not everybody can own that they may have clutter Mm -hmm. and they may not look like the hoarder. So therefore, you know, they don't have clutter, you know, they just have extra stuff. And the thing is, is that I'd like to liken it to um, a bag lady because I've been there myself where, you know, I save all this stuff just in case. I might need to teach this class another time or, oh, I took all these notes for a particular seminar and maybe I'll need them. So I keep them, but I never look at them again. Mm -hmm. Um, So I really encourage taking small bites at a time, so to speak. So that's why we start in our office. Okay, what is it in our office that we can clear off first? Our desk. You know, Mm -hmm. creating some kind of order and what paperwork are we willing to get rid of and what books are we willing to to uh, release? Because the more we release and exercise our letting go muscle, the, the more open and receptive we are to new opportunities.
4: Oh, that's
1: beautiful.
2: I love that. The more
1: open and receptive we are to new opportunities when we get rid of our clutter so we're going to take a break for just a moment, and then we're going to have Dot Claire tell us how she determines whether something, an office needs to be cleared or a bed needs to be cleared or anything that's necessary. And we'll be right back to get that answer, and I know you're going to want to know that, too. See you in just a minute.
4: Would you like to restore your health and become essentially germ-free? Scalar Light serves to break apart the molecular bonds of viruses, bacteria, fungi, and parasites in your body. Only a photograph of a person is needed in order to be treated with Scalar Light and eradicate germs from your body. Visit the website, freescalar.net, and upload your photograph as well as the photographs of your family. Everyone will receive 15 days of free Scalar Light treatments and your germs will be eradicated by this painless and simple Scalar Light process. People from around the world have experienced the benefits of Scalar Light healing and the testimonies prove just how effective this groundbreaking treatment really is. Visit freescalar.net to get started or call our support desk at 1-800-345-9851 for additional information. That's freescaler.net or toll free 1-800-345-9851.
1: everybody we have been talking to our special guest tonight dot claire who is the modern day medicine woman and she's got the most interesting concepts and she's been helping entrepreneurs for a really long time to clear the energy in their offices so that they can make more money and before we went on break i chatted with her about What the clutter is, and we also talked about how to determine whether an office needs to be cleared of negative energy. So, Dot, um, how do you how do you figure out? Would somebody be able to know whether there's negative energy in their office or in their bed, as we were talking about before? How would they determine that?
2: Well, I, I really help people become aware of the energy of their space. And uh, determining that um, would be more about uh, about going into a meditative state and then um, actually using your hands to test or feel the energy of the space. And so that, that tends to be a little bit more challenging but I start first by doing an exercise where they you know all the, those who are listening could do it right now is rubbing your hands together really fast around in a circle, you know, and then move them apart about four inches and see if you feel anything between the two hands. Now not everybody does, but if you do, you might feel like a tingling or maybe heat or um oh I, I, I tend to feel like energy waves. It reminds me of the energy waves. hmm Yeah
1: I I know what you're talking about. And you can back your hands out and then bring them in and then see where you get some resistance also. Right. And that gives them the ability to feel whether they actually can feel the energy or not.
2: Yeah. So sometimes what I do with my individual clients is is have them do that exercise and then walk into the room with their hands facing the room and see if they can pick up anything. So mm-hmm. if they have if they have a pile of magazines on the floor, it's going to be stuck energy. Because stuck energy accumulates more of it, more things. You know, it's kind of like dust balls that that form in different mm-hmm. areas when we haven't cleaned. You know, more more dust comes, and we don't know how in the world it got there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know? I know what you're talking about. <laughs> and so, energetically, even if they don't feel it, if they think it, and they work with their hands and move that energy out with an open window, and we're, we're just asking the energy that no longer serves them to be released into the universe. Mm, interesting. And so, once, once you know, it's like all right, what our mind thinks has a lot to do with it. So whether we feel it or not, we're doing something if our intention is to clear the energy of past experiences so that you can open yourself to raise your vibration to new opportunities and more focus.
1: Now, Dot, do you find that once you do restructure the office and do these clearings, um, like, like she was saying, you open the window and push it out. You could also use sage, couldn't you?
2: Absolutely. And I use sound. I use uh-huh. sound a lot. You break up the energy with with sound. If you have a drum or you can use a pot and use a, a wooden ladle, you know, uh, whatever to break up the energy. And it's, it's more about whether you're willing to... Um, expand your mind into another way of thinking. I mean, the, the Native American Indians did that all the time with their teepees. That's why they did their drumming and dancing. They were always clearing out the tents, you know, because the energy lingers and they believe that. Hmm.
1: And do you find that people are making more money when you, when they do this, when they move the energy through and shift their offices?
2: Well, I've had several client stories. I'll just give you one example. One client uh, did a um, uh, 60-minute class with me. Uh, It's office makeover class. And um, when she moved her desk, her desk was at the time facing a wall, and the room was extremely dark, and she moved her desk into a more powerful position. And that weekend, three days after she did that, she had two clients ask to work with her, and they paid her. Wow, that's awesome.
1: That's really awesome. Because if you if you already have your programs set up, and you know what you're doing in your business, then it's all set and ready to go. All you have to do is your office, right?
2: Well, that certainly that certainly is a very important feature. You know, that's where I start. And, you know, uh, energy, uh, money flows, like Uh, the circulation in our body and if we see our home and our office as a live breathing being then um, if it gets stuck on on um, what we call our clutter point, it's like clogging our arteries and that clogs the ability for cash to flow in. Uh, Wow that's really
1: interesting.
2: Yeah we're trying to unclog uh, the arteries in our home so that the, the the cash can flow in more easily. Oh, excellent. So tell me, um, let's go back to
1: the clutter thing. Um, how do you get people to recognize that they actually have clutter? and then how do they determine what they want to get rid of and what they should keep? I mean, how, how do you take them through that exercise?
2: Well, they can either have me come in person if they live locally or we can work on, on uh, Zoom, uh, Zoom and we can work with, um, you know, like, for instance, let me give you an example. When I was in the process of moving uh, from Indiana to California, I felt so stuck because I couldn't make any decisions about what I was leaving behind. And so I had a support person come to my house and hold the objects. Or ask me directly, is this staying or leaving? And, oh, my gosh, that was such a difficult uh, question. You know, and I was like, I was really anxious. And so it's the same with my clients. You know, right in the beginning, you get really anxious. But if if you have a support of somebody, in a sense, holding your hand and asking you this question, you can more easily begin to let go of things. Uh, another way is to put things in piles, Right. Well, I have them either get boxes or bags and label them mm. and have them label, you know, it, it, it is it, is it uh, keeping giveaway or throw away or, um, you know, uh, sending it to a, a friend or, or, or doing a garage sale? That's what I did. Or is mm-hmm. it going into a garage sale? Some way in which it can be somebody else's treasure. I see. Okay. So
1: how do you... Uh, how- I mean, is there some way like these books? Oh my gosh, we collect books, especially if we're in business. Like, oh my gosh, it never ends, and I've I've gotten rid of books, and then I had to go buy them again.
2: <laughs> oh well, I, I I'd rather you didn't say that one on air, quite honestly. <laughs> A greatest fear, but. The truth is, is that probably buying it again at a later time, it's going to have a new version on uh, uh, updated editing and have some additional material in it. Um, mm-hmm. My experience is, is if we haven't used it, we haven't reread it, we get rid of it. Um, you know, like you said, you can always rebuy it, but you're certainly not going to rebuy all the ones you get rid of. So I, no. I suggest that people dump all the books in the middle of the floor in the living room and then they pick them up and say, do I love it? Is it is it something that I'm going to be using now? Or have I not used it and I'm ready to pass it on?
1: And, and I think that's with anything, right? Even clothing. I know that you're always telling me, oh, I went through my closet and got rid of more stuff. You know, isn't that kind of how it is with everything? If you haven't used it, you might as well get rid of it.
2: Right. And it's mostly our individual challenge to let go of things because we always, I mean, I've got a client who, who, uh, won't really let me help her work with her closet because she has clothing that has a story to it and it's a memory, but she hasn't worn it in 25 years, Mm -hmm. but you know, she's really feeling stuck in that area. And so, um, it would really be helpful for her, for me to come to her home and help her with that process. Now, you said you can work on Zoom also. How do you do that? Well, we set up a Zoom meeting, and I have done a clearing rituals on Zoom with my clients. Um, I've, I've done quite a few uh, um, clearings for homes that people are putting up on the market for sale. Mm-hmm. And so that energetically, the area is cleansed of them. And anything that happens, so a lot of times we have homes that, like I mentioned earlier, that either somebody has died or there's a divorce or or there's some kind of um, personal challenge. And we really want the space cleared so that it doesn't have the connection to the people that lived there before. And we, yeah. want, and we want to train, uh, change ownership and stewardship to the new person.
1: Yeah, and I know you've done clearing for my events, like I just did my book launch, and you cleared that room, too, and that was a huge room, right? <laughs> that, right. I thought that would go on forever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I was, I was doing a few soundings and chantings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and, and part of it was there was a, were a few challenges that were uh, in that space to begin with that were structural challenges. And so those I was also working with as well as um, any space that has uh, um, seminars or conventions or anything, you know, a lot of that energy lingers and we, we want it cleared so that our message is the only message that's heard. So uh, so
1: how do people hear other messages if, if you're the only one talking
2: at the event? I'm just saying psychologically. I'm not really saying that they're, but, but if, you know, if, if a person is really sensitive, they can feel a difference, but it, not everybody is. So my, my job is to help people become more sensitive to their, their environment and the energy within them as well as their environment. Because my goal is, is that their space mirrors who they are or who they are becoming. Mm. Okay,
1: who they are or who they are becoming. That's really interesting. And and one of the things I really find powerful are you know how to put the desk in the power position.
2: How do people determine that? Well, they ought to come to my my, uh, office makeover class. Um, uh, I have it every month. And uh-huh. uh, I, I get to look at their space, and I can tell them where that power position is in their space. And mm. they have the opportunity to to stand in that space and then eventually be willing to move their desk into that area. So tell us more about this class. how How do
1: people participate in it or and what do they get out of it?
2: Well, um, first off, uh, they can you can access it on my website dot Claire.com, so that's spelled d-o-t-c-l-a-i-r-e dot com forward slash office makeover and i have, <laughs> and then you can find out when my next class is and you can register on that um on my website hmm. and so you do this on zoom also right i do this on zoom and then i send them the link and uh, they, we join each other. And uh, um, I do a lot of visuals because that really helps with uh, being able to, to discover our story, the story of our business. And wow. uh, most of the, many of the clients have said that, that um, they felt more focused after they finished the class. And when they started taking action and making changes, you know, one of my clients had, you know, a makeshift desk. And uh, we needed to ground the desk. She wasn't terribly grounded in her business. She was scattered, and so by by shifting um, uh, the way this the the table was that she had and making it feel like it was more grounded, she felt more grounded, and she said she had more energy, and uh, she was able actually more easily able to go in and work in her office, and then. Mm. Another one of my clients could was, was a writer, is a writer, and um, she was, you know, working on her book, and she just couldn't get it done, and uh, she had me uh, come to her place and uh, shift the energy and move her desk, and um, as a result, she was finally able to go into the office and start writing her book. Wow, that makes a
1: huge difference, especially if you're trying to do writing, because, right. You know, a lot of people end up with a uh, writer's block, and they just can't can't move forward, no matter what they do. And this might be the answer. You know, changing the desk or to the power position or making a difference in the clutter could make a huge difference in getting rid of your writer's block.
2: Well, and I say change uh, move your stuff, change your life. So yeah. <laughs> you know, one of my recent clients that, that um, you know, she she has been very successful, but she wasn't taking ownership in her success and her power. And when we looked at her space, you know, the discovery was that she was really playing small mm. and and shifting the energy, getting rid of the clutter and moving her desk into a powerful position and actually claiming a desk. Uh, made a huge difference for her in terms of uh, moving forward and stepping into her power.
1: Mm. Wow. Well, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back with Dot Claire to talk about missing pieces in a room. I think that you'd find that very interesting because when Dot was telling me I had missing pieces, I found that to be very interesting. And right away, I wanted to know, What the heck do I do about that? So we'll be right back.
3: Sales brought to you by Maximize Your Wealth Now.
4: The reason that I took this course is because I needed to know how to market and sell in a way that doesn't make me feel bad. Compel Don't Sell totally comes from the heart and connects with people in a way that fits my style and how I would like to approach people. And it gave me the benefit of refining what I think and say about my business in a way that's professional but still very warm and nurturing.
3: I invested in Shirlene's uh, Compelled to Sell sales training program, and I just knew immediately that she was the person that I wanted to work with. The reason I took this course is because I felt like there were a lot of new things that Shirlene had to offer that I had not experienced before. That's why I changed the class, because I wanted to sort of up level my sales skills. And thank you, Shirlene, for this amazing class. If you want to learn how to perfect your sales performance, build your bank account, and connect with more of your favorite clients and your contact information, and we'll show you how to use heartfelt sales to connect with more of the right prospects and significantly increase your income, go to MaximizeYourWealthNow.com.
1: And welcome back to the show everyone boy it just goes so fast i can't i i watch the clock and uh, it's just unbelievable how quick it goes because these guests have so much value to bring you so uh dot let's talk about the question i asked you just before the show what talk to us about missing pieces
2: Well, when I talk about missing pieces, there is a map that you place over every room in the house as well as over the whole entire house. And that map is a rectangle or a square. And when we have like a closet that juts out into a room, it creates, it can create a missing area. Like, for instance, in your space, the closet jutted out into the room and it was in your what we call there are nine endeavors that are laid out on this map and it was the wealth area so that meant that the wealth area um, had a challenge in that office and when I work with clients I look at all of the rooms and the whole house and if for instance that wealth area is missing in many of the different rooms or in the whole house, then it tends to create a challenge. I'll give myself, give an example. I bought a house that when I moved into it had an an exceptionally extended wealth area and my business began to flourish. This was before I knew about the energy of space. But I also had an area that had a missing piece, and it was my relationship area. And I struggled with having relationships until I learned that I could do something to shift the energy to make it seem like the, the wealth area or the relationship area was expanded. How do people get a hold of you, and how would you work with them? Well, there are many different ways of working with them, and I love it now that, that we have Skype and we have uh, a Zoom uh, because I don't have to be so local. But uh, if they live in my area, which is the San Francisco East Bay area, uh, then it could be a local visit and I would be able to be there in person. Uh, if, if, if it is somebody that lives in the Midwest or the East, uh, or whatever other than, <laughs> other than the um, uh, San Francisco area, uh, either way they can contact me at and we can set up an appointment to have an evaluation and I offer free evaluations, 40 minute free evaluations and we can figure out what your needs are and I can work with you to see how we can best serve your needs. And can they sign up for that evaluation
1: online, or how do they
2: do that? Yes, they can sign up for it online. Awesome. So it would be through and then it will give them the uh, option to, um, uh, it would be probably going to, uh, I have three different ways of entering it, and uh, one of them is the energy, the energy square. I work mm-hmm. with um, um, uh, rituals as well as health issues.
1: Well, Well, Dot, this has been very enlightening tonight, and I I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing this with others, and I just want to thank you for your time and your expertise. I love that you're the modern-day medicine woman, and now you can help us with the energy flow in our offices so we make more money. So, everyone, I just want to thank you for joining us tonight, and I hope you enjoyed the show, and I really enjoyed being with you, and I can't wait to see you next Wednesday at 6 p.m. So, have a great week, and I'll see you then.
0: Thank you for joining us on Ascended Masters at Work Radio. We hope you gained insights that will change the way you do business, generate a consistent income, and provide a new enlightened path toward financial freedom and designing the lifestyle of your dreams. Join us again next Wednesday, live at 6 p.m. Pacific Time on BBS Radio. Don't forget to get in the queue early to receive your personalized business coaching experience. And if you simply can't wait to purchase Shirlene's book, Selling Through Your Heart, empowering you to build relationships for financial freedom at SellingThroughYourHeart.com.